Hello, my name is Matthew Marvin. I also go by the Poker Gypsy. Welcome to another episode of Justice Junkies. We got a special one for you. This is going to be a producer introduction. I've got Lana back there. Uh, it's me. Lots of stories, and we're about to get into who is Lana today. Oh, a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miss Lana. So, other than a fucking cunt, who is Lana? Um, I'm a comedian, ex-stripper, mm-hmm. uh, ex-sugar baby. I, um... I've done it all. I'm a podcast host for a podcast called Laughing with Lana. What's up? It's so good. Um, pretty much it. And I'm a and I'm an editor, producer, and an engineer at Sticky Paw Studios. All right. Yeah. So we're gonna cover this in a little bit, but you've been through a lot of drama in your life, which I mean, who hasn't? But <laughs> why did you name your show Laughing with Lana? Um, basically. I love to laugh. I laugh at everything. Mm-hmm. And I also am a comedian. But I I made it called Laughing with Lana because I laugh at my trauma. I'm one of those people that that I I will joke about I will joke about someone dying. I, I joke about me being being I'll say graped because then YouTube kind of <laughs> fucks you up. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've been graped before and, and I joke about it all the time. I can't have kids. I wish I had kids and I can't have kids and I joke about that all the time too. Like, I'm just, I just make, I make jokes about shit that I shouldn't make jokes about. Okay. So, <laughs> laughing with Lana comes from trauma. <laughs> <laughs> but very open-minded, so I think that's pretty good. Very. Um, at Lana's worst point in her life, what did that look like? like three of those though <laughs> god damn what you got um tell me something give me something that no one else in the world can give me okay august 16th through august 26th of what was it 2016 no yeah 2000 no this is 2015 mm-hmm. so 2015 I was in the process of getting divorced and I became suicidal because um, my ex-husband who made me get the abortion and that's the reason why I can't have kids, but he made me get an abortion and um, he moved in his now current wife, but at the time it was just his girlfriend, but he moved in his girlfriend. He never wanted to have kids with me but he was playing house with a woman that had kids. Mm. Fucked with my head hella heavy, bro. I tried to commit suicide four separate times in those 10 days. And nothing worked. Nothing. I took my dog's fucking medication because I took her to the vet earlier that week. <laughs> took my dog's medication. I took uh, a Z-Quil, which is a sleeping pill. Mm. And then I drank a uh, 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 Windex. Jeez. And I still clean with Windex. Don't, don't get me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, and you survived all that, huh? I survived all of that and like which is so weird because I woke I woke up like two days later from yeah. the sleeping pills. I woke up like two days didn't shit myself, never pissed myself, just woke up and lost two whole days. That was mm. basically all that happened. And then um when I when I drank the, the Windex I was pissing blood and I was coughing up blood, but like nothing happened. I don't think I took enough because I was scared. 
Jeez. Yeah, but that, yeah. But, yeah. okay, so do you think maybe the fact that you also dabbled into drugs a little bit had anything to do with you surviving? Was your drug tolerance high at that point? Or no, you don't think that affected it at all? I never did drugs in my life then. Really? Never. I actually started doing drugs in 2016. So Windex was your first drugs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, that's pretty unique. I'll give you that one. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I was cold-blooded. <laughs> so, also, you're a cat mom. Oh, yeah. Three cats. What What do you like about cats? Because for me, they're just too damn sneaky. I can't. I, I'm a dog person. I'm not a cat person. What attracts you to cats? Well, the same reason I like men mm -hmm. is probably the same reason why I like cats. They're fucking sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> so you like sneaky men no fuck that no <laughs> it was just a good comparison it was a good comparison no but um i i, I personally i like cats i don't know i like animals yeah because believe it or not i have a chinchilla too yeah i have a dog but my mom kept it like my mom's kept three of my dogs to be actually <laughs> like every time i get a dog i take it to my mom's house for her to take care of them yeah. like you know for for that one vacation i never get my dog back oh cats is different <laughs> but i love my cats they're the best they leave me the fuck alone they come when they want they just they do them over there it's like a long distance relationship so do they belong to you or do you belong to them Ooh, they run my house <laughs> They run my house, dead ass. They really do. They run my house. <laughs> All right. So, um, Spanish, right? Orale, si, si, yo lo tengo. Hablo español, si. Tamales, tamales. So, Puerto Rican and Mexican. That's a hell of a combination, yeah. by the way. How was it grown up in that household, Puerto Rican and a Mexican? How? Confusing. <laughs> It was very confusing because, like, I I really thought, like, like I thought tostones were Mexican thing. Yeah. I thought I thought when you say bendichon, it was a Mexican thing. Like there was it was so much confusion with the Spanish because the Spanish. Yeah. Is so different. Really. Yes. Is the dialects and everything. Yes, because people <laughs> people don't understand that Puerto Rican Spanish and Mexican Spanish is like. American English and yeah. British English. And I think the North Mexican and South Mexican is different. In it's so different. It is so different. The cultures are retarded different. Even though it's two Spanish cultures, how are yes. they different? It's uh, The food is different. The spices are different. The music is different. White people don't use spice in their food. So how... Ah! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, Damn. So, so how is the, the different Spanish spices different? Like... I mean, it's got to be all spicy, at least to me, right? Like I look at a hot sauce bottle and my nose runs. How is the spices <laughs> different? Not not spices as in chile or like even like salt and pepper, but it's like what we add to our food. Mexicans have, you know, they, they put chile in everything. Everything's good. You know, it's spicy. Puerto Ricans, we put sofrito in everything. You ever heard of sofrito? Heard of it, yes. Yeah. Sofrito is like, it's a Puerto Rican's secret ingredient you put sofrito in anything and it just it just makes it puerto rican yeah it's like sazon but better is there anything with the cultures that blend together what's okay the 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 attitude <laughs> <laughs> all right 
What about like religion though? Like, I mean, is it Christianity in both sides or? Um, I think there's a Spanish version of Jesus, right? I forget the name of it. Yeah, Jesus Cristo. Yeah, is that also on the Puerto Rican side and Mexican side? What? Yeah, yeah. So, so that so they both practice that same religion. Yeah, I think we're we are both raised um, to be Catholic. Okay. Like, I, at least I, that's what I remember in my household. We were right. both Catholic. My mom transitioned to Christianity because she went to a Christian church, but it's the same fucking thing. Well, what about the grandparents on both sides? I mean, <laughs> any differences there? Okay, so about my grandparents, okay, my mom's parents never met them because they passed away before I, before I was born. Okay. And my dad, my dad's mom couldn't stand me because she couldn't stand my mom. So I was like that love child that my mom, that my grandma never accepted. So yeah. rest in peace, grandma. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right so what's something very important you feel that you've learned from the puerto rican side of the family or is there anything important is there any difference that j-lo does not represent <laughs> us <Stop it>. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that bitch i love you j-lo but like that bitch does not represent a puerto rican that is a very americanized like she's just she's just not whitewashed puerto, yeah she's not a, an authentic puerto rican which don't get me wrong she is and she speaks spanish all that bullshit but she's just not what puerto ricans are uh-huh. that's you know no that's that new york puerto rican bullshit where we think we're black and all that bullshit yeah. that's that's j-lo which I, I mean i'm ghetto too but like my mom and like my tias and and like the uncles like like that Puerto Rican culture yeah. is not what JLo is. <laughs> okay. People, please stop. <laughs> Same question. What's something important that you've learned from the Mexican side? Because you've also spent that time. That Selena <laughs> is the queen. Because <laughs> I knew you spent time in California. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> okay. Selena is the queen. And she didn't uh, um, From, I don't know. I did, grow, I did grow up in East LA. Or like the outskirts of East LA, but it was East LA. Um, California is not what a Mexican is. Mm-hmm. Like like a cholo is not what a Mexican is. Just like just like I said about J Lo and Puerto Ricans. Yeah, California Mexicans are not what Mexicans are. Is there a big difference from life in California and life in Vegas? Hell yeah. What's the difference? Um, like beside living on an island wrapped in Disneyland, I guess. Uh, like. No, it was um. Okay, well, mind you, I moved out of California when I was 16, uh-huh. and I grew up in the ghetto over there. Not ghetto, but it was like, it was Little Mexico over there. Yeah. And because it, it wasn't Compton, but it was like, it was still Mexican ghetto. It was not cute. And um, I w- coming to Vegas, I just feel like it's so much easier to get A, money. Mm-hmm. It is the the hustle is so different in Vegas. Like if you if you cannot make money in Vegas, you yeah. just don't have it in you. <laughs> in California, I feel like the hustle is just like you just trying to make it. And in Vegas, I feel like you can make it. It's so easy more to make it. More of a struggle in California, you think. Why do you think it's more of a struggle in California? Because it's expensive and there's too much of a competition out there. Everybody's yeah. trying to make it. Everybody's trying to get famous. Everybody's trying to do the same exact thing, which is like, like, I feel like California has lost touch with reality. Yeah. A lot, like everyone who lives in California is materialistic and has lost touch with what it is to relax 
and be just a humble person who 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 loves their family. You just don't see that in California. You don't see that here in Vegas either. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like I feel like when you when you go to city places like California, New York, you don't you you lose touch with the family dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, and Vegas doesn't make it any fucking easier, but yeah. As much as people think that like Vegas is such a like crazy party life and like it's so fast paced, <laughs> two and sides it, to it, bro. It is so. It is the best place to fucking live out here. It's yeah. hot as fuck, but it's quiet. Ain't no drama unless you live in the east side. Then you're then all right. Yeah. But like it's really like it's quiet. There's no drama. It's nice slow pace. And then unless you're like a stripper on the fucking in the strip and you're doing stuff like that, then yeah, you live a fast paced life. But even the fast paced life is like chilling. Yeah. You're chilling. <laughs> What's the craziest thing you've ever seen in California? I don't know. Cause I mean, a you shooting? moved out at 16. I mean, you were still old enough to see stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like That's shootings, gang activity, you think? A lot of gang activity. I used to have to have my, um, one of my homies, his name's Fernie. What's up, Fernie? Shout out, Fernie. Um, he used to have to walk me home because, uh, okay, this is, a, this is a funny story. He used to have to walk me home just so I wouldn't get jumped. I've known this person since I was in like third grade. I was in high school at the time, so... Um, in order for me to not get jumped because where I lived, 18th Street ran. Mm -hmm. Like 18th Street ran my block. So in order for me to walk home, I had to walk with him who he was in 18th Street. So in order for me not to get raped, not to get jumped, not to get killed. So he used to walk me home and my mom's cousin, fuck you bitch. <laughs> my mom's cousin told my mom that if a gang member is doing me any kind of favors, I have to be doing sexual favors for him. And I was still a virgin. Mm. My mom accused me of losing my virginity to this boy. And I was like, I'm not, like, I, my pussy's still closed. Bro, <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It was, it was a, it's a fun life. All right. And so what about in Vegas? What's the worst thing you've seen in Vegas so far? Me. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I am the worst thing that has ever happened to Vegas. I am a toxic piece of shit, and I have my own podcast. And I think I think my opinion matters. <laughs> oh fuck! So the difference between the worst thing in California and the worst thing in Vegas is Lena is an adult in Vegas. All right. Yeah. All right. And I'm sorry if I say Lana and Lena, tomato, tomato. I, yeah, I've I, heard it all. I, Call me anal. Yeah. My name's anal backwards. All right. And then we talked about how you've dabbled a little bit in drugs, right? Yeah. But you're not a drug addict, which surprises me. You're more of a recreational user. What stops you from going all the way addict? What keeps you at the recreational level? Wait, 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 wait. Uh -huh. Why does this surprise you? Because, I mean, usually people who do drugs don't have self-control. Usually they oh, lack self-control. Okay. You okay, see what okay. I'm saying? It, it's... Like, I was like, do very, I look bad? Like, am I always no, in a good mood that you just think I'm always high? Like, <laughs> no, self-control is it's a big internal issue. Hell you know, whether yeah. it's drugs, whether it's poker, whether it's bit, like it, life, family, like it, it's a huge internal struggle. So what stops you from going over the edge into being a drug addict? Um, to be honest, my, my family has a very addictive personality. Like, uh, my, my uncle, my favorite uncle, like rest in peace. He passed away, um, due to, due to AIDS because mm -hmm. he shared a dirty needle mm -hmm. and 
even even with AIDS and everything, he was still out there doing his thing. And um, I just never wanted to get to that point yeah. to where it's taken over my life. Weed kind of took over my life. Weed is, but 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 weed's not that bad though. It, Let's be honest. Society needs me to be on THC, bro. For the safety of the public, I gotta be high. I have to be high. If not, it's it's a it's a motherfucking problem. But um, I do. I've done shrooms. I uh -huh. love shrooms. It's spiritual. I've done coke. I don't really. It's it's and like coke is coke is a rich man's drug. It does absolutely. Guys, listen. Okay, if you're thinking about doing coke, don't do it. Get, why? Because it's expensive as shit and it doesn't get you high. It doesn't do shit to you. It doesn't do fucking shit. You want a real true high? Do like DMT or shrooms or something. Yeah. Coke isn't coke, ain't it? And that's pretty much all I really dabbled in. Okay. Yeah, but that like like my addictive personality, I don't like the I'm already skinny as it is. Yeah. Once I started seeing that weight kind of decrease, yeah. Nah, it's it's done deal. We gotta stop. All right. Yeah. You also said something else that shocked me. You said that you have two gay brothers <laughs> coming up being Spanish, right? Yeah. How like how They've had to got some heat for that. Like, what what are some of the things that took place with them being gay and Spanish growing it, up? It was, um, how do I explain it? My, my mom just had like a gay parade party in her pussy, bro, because all three <laughs> of us came out gay. Like, it was, it's just rainbows and glitter in that bitch, because my brother... My oldest brother came out first, uh -huh. and my mom, my mom had the hardest time with it. My dad, surprisingly, my dad was like, duh. <laughs> like, he knew. He since, knew. Yeah, because <laughs> like me, <something's> <laughs> me and my dad, ever since we were little, my dad used to be like, Andy, like, why is he wearing, that's gay. Like, come on. <laughs> that's gay. He goes, and then my other brother used to, like, dance in front of the TV to Britney Spears. Like, he used to, like, do the, you know. And so my, my, my dad would be like, and then so when they came out me and my dad were like duh like we, we've been known but mom was shocked my mom <laughs> acted like it was like she acted as if like someone walked in with a knife in their head like what yeah what happened? What did I do wrong? What the fuck? <laughs> this is not a this is not a us thing. This is like it was so she was so fucking shocked, but I I had to basically tell my mom like like listen. Like they don't hurt people. Yeah. They don't hurt animals. They just like it in the butt. What's wrong with it? Like, <laughs> like what's wrong with that? <laughs> so, having gay brothers, right? Yeah. What would you tell to people? I guess in other countries or wherever that's not very accepting because in other countries right now they're burning flags they're taking flags down what what, what do you feel about it what what's what's thoughts on that have you ever met somebody who's gay and broke my yeah. point no <laughs> well <laughs> you don't yeah i did but no. it's very rare yeah <laughs> it is so rare yeah one thing about gay people is they have something to prove yeah they have something to prove. Everybody is against them. Their parents are against them. Like, society's against them. Laws are against them. Like, there's a lot of things that go against a gay person. What do they do? Bitch, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to prove yeah. you wrong. I'm going to be a model. I'm going to be, like, an MMA fighter. Like, there's lesbians out there that are fucking, that are MMA fighters. Yeah. That 
I can totally see knocking the fuck out of like John. John, a big ass dude, bro. Like, I could really see some of these athletes like knock out of it. Man, she's the best. It was this this lady. Her name was Christine. I forgot her last name, though. Is that the one Marcus Deegan just interviewed? Yes, bro. I love her braids. Yeah, bro, her her and her wife, right? Yeah. Or they they had went to, they had did the podcast. And I'm talking humble people, yeah. beautiful people. Yeah. She, she, like, I meet her and I'm like, all right, you're a little intimidating. Like, yeah. You're a little scary. And then you meet her. She's super fucking sweet. And then you see videos of her, and I'm like, this bitch be knocking motherfuckers yeah. out. Like, I'll, I'll feel safe, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, when it comes to gay guys, like, like my brothers, my brothers dress immaculate. Yeah. My brothers dress better than I do, and I'm a fucking female. Yeah. But if it, came, if it came between, like, an outfit that my brothers chose versus an outfit that I chose for a woman, yeah. they would win. Yeah. They would, like, they just, there's just something about gay people and I, and I feel like because there's like, I don't want to say that they're like chemically imbalanced. They're right. not. But there's something in that brain where you have the masculine and the feminine no. in one. No. Whether you're, a, if you're a gay dude, you, you're still masculine, but you got the feminine. If you're a gay woman, you still got the feminine, but you're still masculine. Like you got that. It, it just, you just match and there's nothing to unmatch that. Do you think it has anything to do with being jealous of the attention that a woman naturally gets? Absolutely not. No. No. I really, I genuinely feel these are people that genuinely like to get, they, they are genuinely attracted to the same sex. Mm -hmm. They are genuinely interested in dressing like females. Like, cause you know, just because you're gay doesn't mean you like to dress like a girl. Well, some people might want to get chased, you know, and some people may feel like, okay, well, the only way to do it is if I'm feminine. No. If I'm feminine, then I get more attention my way instead of having to chase it. No. No, because, you, like, cause in that sense, then you be calling half the dudes that I've fucked around with gay. <laughs> I might. I might. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm know. Like, Haven't seen the resumes. <laughs> there are a lot of guys who like to be chased, and they're not gay. Yeah, but that's uh, true. And there's I didn't a lot think of, about it from that angle. Yeah, and there's a lot of guys who are gay who like to do the chasing. Yeah, you know, and then and they're they're still gay men are still men. Yeah, when they'll chase and chase and chase. As soon as they get you, they're just like, all right, I got it. That's it. I'm done. I'm good. I'm good. Like, gay world is um, gay world is very sexual. <laughs> right. So with that being the case, how long? Or I guess I should say, what do you feel about the gay world being introduced in schools? Do you think we should wait till the kids get a certain age? Think we should do it right away? Right away. No, I don't fucking agree with that. Okay. I don't agree with that shit. I don't. That's to me like, like, like if we're teaching kids, I don't know. That's, that's at the same, like it's sexual. At the end of the day, like, yes, accept people. Yeah. We should teach children to accept people, but that's also you. You like a white kid got to accept blacks, Mexicans, and retard. Oh, wait, excuse me. <laughs> mentally challenged, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like mentally challenged people, special needs people, people who are you know uh, uh, deformed and stuff like that. Like you should be able to accept everybody. Yeah. But teaching what LGBT means, like, oh, if you're gay, it means boys like to kiss boys. Why the fuck do you have to teach that to kids? That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. Accept so, a gay man, accept a lesbian, and accept that a boy might like to dress like a girl and that a girl likes to dress like a boy. That, accept it, because that's just what they do. Right. But teaching kids what it is that they do, like, oh, yeah, they, they like the... 
bend over and take it in the ass. I don't think a three-year-old <laughs> needs to know that. All right. No, I'm like, no, they don't need to know that. Right. Okay. So it's, it's kind of like how we walk sex education into yeah. schools. It kind of needs to take steps yeah. in order to integrate. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. All right. And then also, you said you stripped at one point in the time. Oh, yeah. So what led you into being a stripper? Money. <laughs> a bitch was broke. That's that I had explained to you earlier, no girl ever wants to strip. It is not your goal to strip. Some some people it is. I know. I know it is. Yeah. Some people it is, but no one ever wants to strip. You don't just you don't just get into that like you know when you're little like oh I want to be a doctor. Yeah. I want to be and I just want to be a stripper. Like no one really thinks of that. You kind of get into that when you're desperate. Right. So one thing um one thing about me was I I got desperate when it came to my rent. Because right. I had I had gotten fired from from a hospital job, mm -hmm. and I hate the medical field. Yeah, fuck the medical field, bro. Like like, thank you, nurses and doctors, for doing what you do. But like, working there is not cool. Was it just the dealing with death part, or no? Fuck. Oh, you know what though? Um, no, death is. I could. I I used to clean up dead people. Yeah, like, that was it. Was doesn't phase you. Doesn't phase me. Cold hearted. At all. <laughs> so what if that didn't phase you what phased you about the, the motherfucking doctors acting like they're fucking jesus fuck you bitches bro you're not fucking god you're not god like they like doctors and nurses yeah oh my like these are people that really think that just because they have a little bit of education that they are better than people and that's what that's what i experienced at saint rose fucking dominican hospital fuck that place at St. Rose, there was doctors and nurses that just felt like because they saved a life, they are like God and you should respect them. And just because they're educated, you should respect them. You know, this and that. People, people have this like high label on like, like doctors and nurses, which I understand. I get it. But like when, when we put that honor on a doctor and a nurse, mm -hmm. they take it as like, Oh yeah, bitch. Like, like yeah, that's <laughs> so right. some people have egos and they run with it, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Bro, the good. ego part, the oh, egotistical part. That, okay. The ego part of working in a hospital is beyond me. And my thing is, I don't really, I can't say that I have an ego because I know how to be. I know what my place is. Yeah. But when I'm right, and you're telling me that I'm wrong, I'm gonna argue that right. I'm right. And, right. and, and egotistical doctors don't like that shit. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. So do you still dabble into the stripper world or are you fully out? Hell. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I do. I do, but I'm like, I, I just, um, uh. Cause I'm thinking like, how do you get out of that world? Like that's such a fucking gravy world because the world is lucky that I don't have an OnlyFans body. That's what the fuck <laughs> I be doing. So it's like, how would you get out of that? <laughs> you don't. That's the that's the fucked up thing is that's that's a stripper's crutch. Yeah. No matter what, you she can, could always go back and make money. You always go back, and it's because it's so easy to make money, and it's just um, it's too easy, and it's always a crutch. Like like me, I'm trying to do legal. I'm trying to make legal money. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to sell drugs. Allegedly. <laughs> I don't I like I don't want to I don't want to sell the things that I was selling before. I don't want to, you know, strip and take off my clothes for money anymore. I just want to do it like the the way everybody else does. I want to keep my clothes on and work. But isn't 
it easier to get around drugs and sell drugs out of strip clubs? I never worked at a strip club. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. I was working in private parties only. So when I tell you a bitch was like the Las Vegas <laughs> drug dealer, bro, like I had that shit in the bag. And it was, I was selling, I was selling the yay yay. I was, I was doing, I was doing a lot of stuff. I was, I was doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like I was, it was, it just got, okay, look, okay, look, let me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you secrets, okay? I'm gonna tell you, okay, uh, Chola. Look. Right, right. <laughs> So when um, I got into stripping because I was broke, right? So I I started uh, I started doing like once a like once a month, once every two months when I just needed money until 2020 hit. Then I started doing it like like that was my only income. Yeah. And while I was there, you know, while I'm stripping, you know, there's guys that are like, hey, do you know where I can get some coke? Do you know where I can get some Molly? you know where I can get some shrooms? And I'm like, and I'm looking at them like, yeah, bro, but like, who the fuck is going to come to the strip at 11, 12 o'clock at night, come to the strip to drop some fucking shit off? Vegas. <laughs> no, it, and they do in Vegas, but for a hefty fucking fee. Yeah. Especially because I'm like, listen, at the end of the day, I don't give a shit who you are. If I'm going to the strip bagged. Yeah. You got me fucked up thinking I'm gonna do that for less than a hundred. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not gonna risk my shit for like like oh yeah just give it to me for three like three fifty or something like no bitch you're gonna give it to me for four fifty because I'm not risking my fucking life for like seventy five dollar profit I'm yeah. not doing that like no so um I wound up uh telling my friends I was like you know what these guys are always asking me for coke they're always asking me for Molly they're always asking me for weed I'm just gonna take it with me. And I used to take it in my fanny pack. Yeah. So I used to just have it in my fanny pack, and I used to go around and just dealing it. Like, oh, you need it? Here you go. Like, oh, you got an eight ball? I got you. I got. I had everything. I had, I had everything under the sun. Yeah. In a fanny pack. Okay, so now I'm I'm gonna guess that you kind of stayed low key because my question is right. You know, there's stripper, not strippers, but there's hookers out here walking the Las Vegas Strip, and they see everything. Did did you ever have any problems with them? Did they ever scope you out? Because I've seen like hookers beat other hookers and like, no. First off, I wasn't a hooker. I know. But <laughs> what I'm saying no. is when you up when you're up and down the strip every day and the the prostitutes here see everything. Yeah. Right. They stop ask you, hey, what you doing? Because it's not like you're an unattractive woman. They're obviously gonna be like, okay. Nah. One thing. One thing about it is the girls that you're talking about. Yeah are dumb as shit. <laughs> they're dumb as fuck. As much as you think that they're like peeping game and all that bullshit and fight like a They girl, don't have the common senses. They don't have the... <laughs> they don't no. Have, they don't have it between it's the just, ears. It's, 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 um, how do I say it? These girls go to the casinos yeah. dressed like a hooker. Yeah. They got heels on. They got dresses on. Their hair's done up. Their nails are done. And then they're just sitting there not doing a fucking thing. Yeah. They're just waiting at the bar. Waiting for someone to just come and talk to them. Yeah. Why would you do that? Why would you, bitch? You look like a fucking hooker. Guess, <laughs> guess how I showed up? Sweats, bruh. I used to come in in vans. I yeah. used to come in in sweats, jeans, a big old hoodie. My makeup would be done, but like you got me fucked up thinking I was gonna look like any one of these other fucking hookers. Yeah. I walk in, and and because I would get booked through a website. I would get booked through an agency. So I would go to the casinos and I would go upstairs and I'd be like, hey, do you have a bathroom? No. Take me five minutes. 
I got you fine. Sometimes I even have my clothes like on, like my my outfit on underneath my yeah. clothes. So I just got to take them off and I'm ready to go. Let's get this party started. Yeah. But um, one thing about it was I, I was so low key, like I Lord, Lord Jesus, <laughs> but I never got caught. Yeah. Never, ever. I'm like I I used to I didn't dress like a hooker, but then when I would go upstairs, it was stripper world. Yeah. And then on top of that, on top of that. When I used to go upstairs, and you know, because I wasn't always like I wasn't always by myself. I used to go with a group of girls all the time. Yeah. And so I knew which girls were escorts, and I knew which girls weren't. So I used to go up there, and guys used to be like, "Hey, baby, like, how much to keep you for an hour?" And I was like, oh, "I'm sorry, babe, I don't do that, but I know a girl who does. <laughs> I know a girl who does. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Simple, innocent, innocent. I know a girl who does." And I used to introduce the girl. Hey, mommy, this guy wants an hour. Hey, here you go. He da da da. So that girl wound up tipping me 20% of her profit. And I was nice. like, I was like, what, what's this for, right? Like, yeah. She was like, well, you hooked me up with the guy. That's kind of like what we do. And I was like, oh, well, shit. <laughs> if that's what we do, bitch, this is right. So I'm over here like, hey, you want to fuck, you want to fuck me? Well, I don't, but this girl do. Yeah. Hey, give me 20%. <laughs> hey, girl, you want to fuck, you want to fuck him? Hey, he got money, bitch. He got money. I don't fuck, but you do. So he got money. Uh, get, just give me 20%. Yeah. I didn't know I was pimping. <laughs> Trafficking. And this was over 10 years ago for listeners. This is past the. Uh... <laughs> I didn't know that I was pimping. bro. I did not know that I was doing that shit. But I was like, if you're willing and I'm not and you're doing it, I'm like, fuck it. OK, yeah. here, I'll just, I'll just link you guys up. Yeah, it was it was a it was a very interesting, very fast paced life. But I loved every fucking second of it. Yeah. Every second of it. Stripping. So what made you get out of that life? I mean, like, like, because I still had that question in my head. How the fuck did you stop? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, well. Right. That, yeah, that would have did it for me, too. Well. Don't worry. I, I took it. Um, Like, I don't want people to feel sorry for me. I hate that shit. I, I absolutely hate it. Um, I took it as a blessing because yeah. I was like, mind you. To get to to get to doing it once every two months, to getting to the point where I'm pimping other girls and selling <laughs> yeah. drugs, that like it was just going in that rabbit hole of like I'm never gonna get out of this. Yeah. So I felt like if if I didn't get caught, like going like if I didn't go to jail, too deep. It was getting way too deep. I was I was getting way too deep. Yeah. So I felt like like. Like it was either go to jail or get raped and or graped, excuse me. But I um luckily in my in my opinion, just because I had to take it the positive sense, I was lucky enough to just get taken advantage of. Yeah. And it got me out. Like it just I was like, Yeah, this is over. Yeah. This is this is cool. I had money in the bank that I lived off of for like six months and I was I just found myself for a second, healed a little bit and I was and now I'm here. Yeah. Okay. Podcasting. And <laughs> and then so you've also said that you've had boyfriends so you're not gay you're bi right so what i want to know is i want to know is what some of the dirty psychological games females play on each other because you guys are like the top dogs when it comes to manipulation and psychology so i want to know dog versus dog like, what's the worst shit that you've experienced in your life from another female? Because y'all get fucking brutal, man. I I could honestly say that um, it's the when when she does something wrong, mm -hmm. and I say, "Hey, I didn't like that." Yeah. 
the, the waterworks come out. That manipulation. The manipulation the of victim like. Victim playing the, victim. Oh, bitches be playing motherfucking <laughs> victim, bro. Yeah. And one thing about it, like, like there's no accountability. Of course, I pay, like girls, men do it too. Don't get me wrong. Men, no. men love to play victim too. But women, men don't cry. Women do. Y'all go to a whole nother level. A whole nother Jesus level. Jesus Christ. It's like the, I cheated on you because you never pay attention to me. And that one time that I asked you for a cookie while I was on my period, you brought me a brownie. And you know how much I hate chocolate. It makes me break out. Ah! Like, it's that stupid shit where I'm like, bitch, you trying to minute? Like, no, bitch. How the fuck are you going to tell me that cheating was an accident over a fucking brownie? Yeah. Fuck that cunt. No. <laughs> But now, has a male not done that to you also? Yeah. Said, hey, I'm cheating over you with some petty shit. Yes. So, okay, so what's the... Yeah. I mean, females go to the next level, but what what do you think is like a difference between when men do it and when women do it? Like, what do you or mean, just cheating? depends on the individual. No, the manipulation part, the, the psychology shit. Like, are men like really that much dumber than females when it comes to it? Yep. <laughs> Because that's got to be a defense mechanism for a female, right? I mean, think about it. Men have muscles, right? We're strong. Yeah. That's our defense mechanism. Yeah. A woman's defense mechanism is basically her, her brain. brain. Yeah. And, oh, my God. Um, I think women, when I tell you women are complex creatures, but we're so simple. Yeah, but, that makes no sense to my male brain. I know. <laughs> and that's what I was just about to say. Go for it. Men are so simple. Yeah. Men tell you what they want. Even if they even if they don't, they do. Yeah. Men tell you what they want. Yeah. Like if if it's if he ain't paying attention to you, it's, it's probably cuz you're not doing you're you're not doing something right. Yeah. There's something that you are doing to make him not pay attention to you. Yeah. Women, it's more so like I'm not going to pay attention to you because of this, but I'm not going to tell you. I'm not gonna tell you and I'm gonna let you figure it out. Yeah. But men are more so like like, hey babe, can you suck my dick? No. And then it's like like well babe, it's been a long day and da da da. Okay, cool. That's it. <laughs> he didn't tell you to suck his dick, but he told you right. what he wanted. Right. Can you suck my dick? Can you make my favorite food? Right. Can we have a threesome? Can we do this? Like like men are so simple, but a woman. Yeah. She wants flowers. Yeah. She wants flowers on a random motherfucking Wednesday. Is she going to tell you that? No. She's just going to wait around for you to buy these motherfucking flowers, and she's going to hint to you. Yeah. She's going to hint to you. Every time you go to Walmart, she's going to find the $5 fucking bouquet, and she's going to be like, babe, it's only $5. That's some manipulation shit. It's only $5. Babe, babe, I, you know how much I love flowers? These are my favorite kind. Then they, they, they just throw a hint. My, you know my favorite kind of flowers are orchids? And then you're like, Okay, cool. Yeah. You are like, all right. It's great. <laughs> <All right. laughs> you like orchids. All right, now I remember. On and, to the next problem. <laughs> right. But the thing the thing that guys have to understand is that when a woman is talking about something, mm -hmm. that is her hinting. If she's hinting something, you have to fucking do it. Yeah, but fuck, but what about when a woman gets bored and just talks about any fucking thing? Like, <laughs> Why not listen? <laughs> Shit, look uh, uh, it was hard to stay awake, honestly. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, fuck, if you were a woman who needs attention all the time and she gets bored that much, it's like we end up talking about random shit every fucking 10 minutes and it just gets a fuck annoying to my man brain. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's not productive to me. But 
that's where that's where you have to stop dating to fuck and stop dating to for looks. That's a good point. You, <laughs> you got to start dating women based off of your guys's interests because like as much as much as people say that like oh yeah she's hot she's yeah. great for me i learned that lesson yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of my one of my old friends actually he had just recently told me he was like he was like why can't me and you like get together and i was like what like what makes you think we would work and he was like you know we're great friends and i'm like we're great friends right but i'm not attracted to you right and to him it was like no but like but we're great friends you know we're you know we talk and da 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 and all this stuff and i'm like no, I, I was, and I told him, I was like, in all actuality, I was like, what do you really know about me, though? Yeah. I was like, do, do you actually know me, or are you just talking to me and letting me speak at you because I'm hot? Right. No, you don't, you don't genuinely like <laughs> me. You just want to get in my coochie <laughs> because you think I'm a hottie. You like the physical me. You don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, at the end of the day, a guy who really likes the way I think. Yeah. And we can sit there and have a genuine conversation on, like, you know, yeah. gay people. <laughs> I love talking. Like one thing about like one of my fantasies was to fuck a trans girl. Really? Yeah. I want to be able to tell my dude that. Yeah. I don't want you. I don't want you to want to fuck a trans girl with me. But like I want to <laughs> be able to relate. And then you tell me some weird ass fucking kink. Like you want to fuck feet or something. Right. But like some people or some people are like, no, I just I just talked or I'm just with her because she's hot and we don't really relate on anything. And I'm yeah. like. Y'all can't be weird together. Y'all get, like that shit's I don't I find that so weird. It's weird when you can't be weird with somebody. Yeah, I mean int- intimacy it takes a while for some people, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, it does. It takes but a while for me too. Out of all the girlfriends you've had, right? What I want to say who was your favorite, but what qualities did she have that made her your favorite? Because I'm going to ask what qualities you like in women and what qualities you like in men. Oh, yeah. So, like, let's let's pull it down a little bit, okay. I guess. So, start with the female. What um, what qualities do you like in a female? What qualities do I like in a female or which one was my favorite? Go for it. Okay. Surprise me. <laughs> I won't say her name, but I still talk to her. Uh-huh. I still talk to her and I'm like, she's, I wouldn't, I don't think I would date her again, but she was my favorite because she taught me things. Mm. Like, she was just like like humble and knowledgeable in like the most like philosophical way Mm. she was she was very like you know like like i would be negative about having kids right because i I want kids and i can't have them and she'll be like you know what maybe it'll it'll happen one day 15 percent chance you never know like it'll it might happen if you maybe if you do this how about and she would like research ways to get pregnant and stuff like she was one of those people that kept me positive yeah like she kept me so fucking positive. she was mean as fuck <laughs> she was mean as shit but she kept me so fucking positive like i don't even know how to explain it but she was like she kept me in check like like one time i like i threw i threw trash outside of the fucking car door one time yeah and i just threw it out of the window and she was like don't you ever do that again like and then she educated me on like composition or like like decomposition, how, decomposition <laughs> and stuff like that. I was like, and I'm like, it's it's so cute when you have somebody have a reason for why they don't like something about you. Hmm. And sometimes people are like, I don't like how you breathe. And I'm like, well, well why? Because you respect the honesty, right? Oh, I love honesty. Yeah. And that was one thing. She was a blunt bitch, bro. Yeah. And I love that about her. A I blunt l- person who tried to help you every step of the way. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Okay. So what about for the male side? Well, okay. So if we go on that, if we're going on that, because I was my favorite person, my favorite girl. But one thing that I like about women and men. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so when I'm dating a woman, I like to be the boy in the sense I'm the masculine energy. I like when my woman is soft. I like, I like when she feels like a marshmallow. I don't (laughs) like bulky bitch like i don't like bitches that look like me if they're skinny or bulky i don't like them i like a little pudge i like them a little you know they gotta be thick you gotta have something to grab one too oh yeah (laughs) my god i love that it's like so cute oh my god a girl with curly hair is my weakness yeah like that tight curly like mixed girl hair (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so cute but there's a different love like like when when a woman loves me, it's like she's she's just tender. Like she like she'll take care of me if I'm on my period. She'll cuddle with me. Like she understands when I cry. She'll like wipe my tears away. Like it's just like a different type of love. Yeah. Like it's like women really love. Men when I'm with a man, that's when I feel feminine. That's when I feel like a girl. And I yeah. feel I feel small, I feel meek. I feel very like oh, like you know, like they treat me like the girl. Yeah. And um, what I like about a man is that they're they're more so they're 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 not loving but they're protectors. Like you just you just feel safe with a man around. Like like if it's me and a girl in in the house and someone breaks in, I'm thinking I'm like oh shit I'm by myself. Yeah. Like I'm in this by myself. But if a if a person breaks in and you stand behind them. <laughs> yeah. I'm like yeah, oh my yeah. god babe. Don't get them. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know like you just. It's a different type of love that a man gives you. Like a man gives you more like security. Yeah. Whereas a woman gives you affection and okay. like love. So women are way more affectionate than men. Yeah. Men are more prote- Okay. And they're softer in bed. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's so like making love to a woman is so different from, you can make love to a man and it's, and it's beautiful. It'll still make you cry and all that bullshit. Like, it's like, oh my God, it's so cute when you make love to a man. But it is nothing compared to making love to a girl. It, it's, it's you like you can almost feel the radiation of love, like yeah. in the air, kind of deal. Like it's just so different. Like just being in love and having sex with a woman, so different. The emotions connect. You know, the emotions are there yeah. with a woman, where sometimes the man is more stiff and rigid. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh my God, you made so much sense. <laughs> wow. Wow. You did that. I know a little bit. You I'm did old. that. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> all right so wow man it's just <laughs> get into so much shit um, <laughs> going into a big dark deep rabbit hole let's go oh man Alice um, in wonderland bro <laughs> what's the process of finding out what a man likes beyond the physical process because mm. let's put it this way i used to do uber and lyft right mm-hmm. And there was a stripper I picked up, and she would talk to me. And once she figured out that talking to me was uh, didn't really keep my attention, she reached over and touched me. And then once she figured out that got my attention, then she kind of knew how to trigger me, if that makes sense. Yeah. So is there different processes of finding out to, to be what com- men are interested in? To be honest, no. Uh. It's I mean, more simpler than with a woman, I'm sure. But. I guess so, because I, I like me personally, like when I'm stripping, yeah, I just noticed that the person that I'm going to make the most money off of is the person that does not take their eyes off my eyes. 
Well, okay. if I make eye contact, you're mine. Like I know, um, if <laughs> if I make eye contact with you, I'm making four hundred dollars off of you tonight. Yeah, already. But it doesn't always be like that because some guys will, you know, I'll walk out and I'm locked eyes with the brokest one in the room. Right. But it's still the one that I'm like. Like, if you had money in your pocket, the way you're looking at it, it's just like the gleam in their eye. Like, they just look at you and they're, you know, you're walking into the room, you go, you're like, when you walk into the room, everybody's looking at you. Yeah. When you're dancing and you constantly like, and you're like, oh, oh. Yeah. All right. Oh. What's, what's the difference between the guy you make money from that night and the guy you might actually take home that night? What's the difference? Vibe. Hmm. But. To be fair, I've never I've never taken home somebody that I was stripping for. Really? Never. Even if it's just some random guy that happened to be at the place with his buddies that you were stripping at. And no, nothing. I've, I have um so hear me out. Yes, I've had sex with them. Uh-huh. But I never took them home that same night. So So it was later. It's kind of like giving the DJ a business card and say, "Hey, I want to get my music in rotation. Yep. Call me later. Let's do business." Okay. That's how I met a lot of sugar daddies. <laughs> I met a lot of sugar daddies that way where I would go stripping for them. And then later down the line, it's like, oh, you're giving me money to to do a little extra favor. But yeah, at the same time, like I, I was a sugar baby, which is just a really high end name to call an escort. Yeah. But I, I mean, at the same time, like I really was these people's girlfriend. Yeah. Like I played the girlfriend role. Yeah. It was the whole like we were going on dates, the whole nine. So. I got to know them and I actually like them because one one thing about it, like I I cannot be someone's like little sugar baby or even their little play girlfriend if I cannot like if I don't like you I'm not I'm not pretending for money yeah I'm not pretending for money money is not that important to me all right what's the craziest thing you've ever seen somebody do for drugs <laughs> wow um. I've seen somebody fall asleep on my on my stairs because uh -huh. there was I I lived on the first I lived on the first story at these apartments but right next to my front door was the stairs to go to the second level to whoever slept up there and they were asleep on the stairs waiting for me <laughs> they slept on the stairs snoring and everything just on some like I'm like what are you doing here oh, I need a, I need my little hitman I'm like bro. If you fiending that hard, don't right. ever come back to my apartment. <laughs> and I had to, I had making to, a spot hot. Oh no, yeah, no, don't, don't be sloppy with it either. Right. Like one thing about it was, I was not a sloppy drug dealer. I was not the person that had like people coming to my house and it was like the crack house and nothing. No, yeah. it was nothing like that. It was you're one of the homies and I just had the supply and you just know that I had the supply, so people would be like, hey. My friends in town, do you guys do you got an extra eighth of shrooms on you? Yeah, of course. Come through. Yeah. And it was like friends, it was a homie vibe. You know, everybody hugged and said goodbye after, you know, like it was not it ain't no like knocking on the door, scratching your neck and shit. Like, no, <laughs> don't no. Let's not let's not make it sloppy, no. Yeah. yeah. So something else we talked about in an earlier conversation that also shocked me. Right. And I wanted to know about mental issues you've seen with other girls who strip oh, and yeah. you basically told me like they don't really have mental issues now i'm wondering if they don't have mental issues or if you also have mental issues in it like <laughs> it cancels the other one out <laughs> okay okay 
Okay, all right, all right. You did that. You did that. Because uh, <laughs> okay, so what was I gonna? Okay, because you 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 make a point. You make a point. <laughs> you have a point because you're so right. Takes one to know one. Yeah, right. right. Okay, because my thing is, I wouldn't say we have mental issues. Oh. Per se, but I really do like because I think a lot of these girls don't even have had daddy issues, and a lot of people think that strippers have daddy issues. A right. lot of us have our dads, but um, the the one thing that I could say is I don't think we have mental issues. We just become desensitized to a lot of stuff. We become mm -hmm. desensitized to sex. We become desensitized to touch, mm -hmm. to to attention. We become desensitized to like like everything that has to do with intimacy so which kind of affects you in a relationship and when it affects you in a relationship you just it it it, it fucks it fucks with your head so it takes a while to learn how to turn that emotional switch on and off basically right is it a process um, because there's a switch you have to turn it on and off right in order to be yes. desensitized to sex yes. you have to be able to turn that emotional switch off yes so I guess is there a process between when you learn to turn the switch on and off and learning when to turn it on and off? Like or is it a process or you just automatically just knew? It's not a it's not a process. It's like it's like do you like what do you do for a living? Drive semi trucks. Do you, when you go home, mm -hmm. do you think about driving semi trucks? Well, I live on a semi truck, so yeah. No, but okay. I don't think about death anymore. Let's put it that way. Like death in the sense of what? Like in a sense, I'm going to die. I, every day I get into a semi-truck, which is every day, I know that it could be my last. I could die that day. You just got to kind of... Oh, shit. Okay. That, was, <laughs> that went dark. Yeah. You're not going to die, motherfucker. You're going to be here next hey, week, okay? You don't know, but look, I'm, I'm just I'm, well, I'm guess, comfortable with it at this point. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, okay. Okay, a perfect example. If you work in a hospital. Yep. Good example. Go good on. example, right? If you work in a hospital... And A, you're a nurse who delivers babies. Mm -hmm. Is a is a baby a miracle at that point? I mean, is it a stillborn? To you, no, but to to that to that nurse, had like well, because she does it every day. Yes. So a new nurse versus someone who's been doing it for years. No, 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 no. It's it's more so like like when when you're a nurse mm -hmm. and you see your first childbirth, right. you're like, oh my god, it's a miracle. Right. Oh my god, that's crazy. And the second time, you're like, oh, my God, this is still cute. Yeah. And the third time, you're like, okay, now this is a it. job. Now this is a job. Like, now, like this bitch is having a... Fuck, this bitch having a baby, bro. I was on my lunch break. <laughs> bitch, what the fuck? <sighs> Let me just go deliver this baby real fast. Pull the baby out. Now you're here. Okay, now I'm back to my lunch break. You become yeah. desensitized to the baby. Even, like, doctors, when I mean, you have death. A lot of people don't get over the death situation, but I did. Like, right. the first time, you're like, oh, my God. Someone died. There's a dead body right there. I'm in the same room as a dead body. Oh, my God. And then later on, you're just like, now I'm cleaning up the inside of their mouth. I'm making sure that their gown looks nice so, the, so that the family who just lost a loved one, so that the bed looks nice and they look clean and they don't look all dead and dirty, you know? So you become desensitized to death. And just like you become desensitized to miracle babies, strippers become desensitized to sex it does it's it's not necessarily a process but it does go over time like over time but touching as you have sex with a man or woman multiple times right mm -hmm. 
it like because some people would say it's never better than the first time but could it also be the other way around where you have to get used to that person you see what i'm saying like yeah no i would totally um you cannot say that like sex sex is out there's good sex out there bro. yeah there is really good sex out there i've had bomb ass sex with one night stands yeah and i've had a lot <laughs> I, like i have a one night stand and i'm like damn i wonder what that dude's name was <laughs> He was dope. Like he was like he did that one trick that was like that had like I'm still thinking about you, bro. Like where yeah. are you? This is some dude in New York. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess in relationships where you want to see this person long term, does yeah. it get better as time goes on or does it kind of yeah. decline? No, it gets better. I think like okay, when when you're a stripper mm -hmm. and you find somebody that you can be sexual with, mm -hmm. it's like next level. I don't know how to explain it. It's next level. It's like, it's like, okay, perfect example. Fucking hospital. When someone dies in the hospital, I go, I go into the room, I do my job. Mm -hmm. I go in, I clean, I clean them, make sure their bed's all cute. Oh, family, I'm so sorry for your loss, but come in. Here's your patient. Here's your family member, whatever. The, the death desensitized. But if it was my uncle, mm -hmm. if it was yeah. my uncle, all hell would break loose. Oh my God, Theo! And all yeah. this bullshit, like, like when it's a job, you're so desensitized when it's a job. But when you like like when you find So you as a flip stripper, that switch between job and relationship is where the where the switch flips. A thousand percent. And it never the lines never kinda got blurred. Not for me per se, because if it like if I was in a relationship, I don't like first I don't cheat. People no. don't believe it, fine, I don't care. <laughs> but I don't cheat. When I was in a relationship, there's no such thing as a sugar daddy. Yeah. So you're the only dick I'm getting, or pussy, whatever it is. But you're the only person that I'm having sex with. Yeah. I may be like out there stripping and letting people touch me for money and stuff like that, but there's no way that I'm having sex with this person. Yeah. But, you know, when I come home, like, like I don't want people touching me. But when I come home, he's the only person I want touching me. Yeah. Like, like, please touch me. Please have sex with me. Please kiss me. It's it's so different when it's like your person versus like some random ass fucking dude that you're stripping for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what's the best pickup line you've ever heard? Male or female? Which which one really got you? I don't do pickup lines. You've never never come on now. As long as you've been doing it, nobody's ever thrown a pickup line at you. Never. Of course they have. I just don't do them. It so it doesn't just doesn't resonate with you. So there's nobody who's ever swept you off your feet with a pickup line. No, it just does never. nothing for you. Ever huh. and ever, ever. Cold hearted. No, no, because the, the thing the thing that gets me is can you make me laugh? Yeah. I'm like, your pickup line could make me laugh, but if you have a pickup line, like my thing is, if you have a pickup line yeah. and you can't line it up after that, I'm like, that's like doing one line of coke. Like, what is he really gonna do? <laughs> you gotta keep going. You gotta keep giving me the lines. So it bro. takes okay. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. You gotta keep giving me conversation, good conversation, good like like a good joke is what makes my panties yeah drop. Okay. Yeah, you make me laugh is on. So what makes you? so gangster what <laughs> because you yeah you've seen a lot in california right but you was more of a good girl in california yeah what made you switch over to a gangster lifestyle 
stripping. Yeah. And men, no, men, not stripping. Men. It wasn't stripping, it was men. So men gave you more trauma than being in a stripping environment. Well, they were the they were the reason. Yeah. It was um how do I say it? Uh okay, okay, okay. So men basically my ex husband my ex husband let like he would talk to me a certain way. Yeah. He'd allow his dad to talk to me a certain way. And he would allow the women in his family to talk to me. Disrespect. Yeah. So with that, I felt I felt like he should have defended me. My husband should have defended me. Right. But he didn't. So what did I do? I just started defending myself. Mm-hmm. I stood up to his dad, and then I was the bad guy. I stood up to his mom, and I was the bad guy. I stood up to his sister, and I was the bad guy. I stood up to him, and I was the bad guy. So I'm like, I'm like, it was more so like, how am I the bad guy because I'm standing up for myself and your family's fucking up? Yeah. So that that's that's where my gangster started. Yeah. That's where it started. I, I finally had a backbone and I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave the had situation. Had to develop that backbone. Okay. I had to develop the backbone. <clears throat> and then um, over time, it became like, like after I got married, I stayed single. Well, I mean, I dated, that's when I dated that girl that like the, the, my favorite girl. Mm-hmm. I, I dated her for like a year, but then after her, I was like single, like just single. And so I developed like the, I developed that, that, that like macho, like I could take care of me, Miss Independent. Yeah. I need to just do me. When I got into stripping, yeah. bro, like men, A, men will talk to you like they own you just because they give you a few hundred dollars. Mm. I'm like, you, I'm like, you do understand that this didn't come with a receipt, right? Right. I don't belong to you. Right. You paid me for a service. I danced on you, and now I'm done. I'm still, I still belong to me. Yeah. But guys will talk to me like, um, you know. Like, like a possession. Like a possession, yeah. And then, you know, the sugar, the sugar daddy lifestyle became a thing, and all of a sudden it's like, well, if I'm paying you, if I'm paying you, like, uh, they would pay me like a two thousand dollars just to see me, right? Yeah. So I'm like, if they're paying me two thousand dollars for like four hours to hang out and like do us, they start talking to me like I need them, like, 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 no, 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 you're not leaving at ten. Yes, the fuck I am leaving at ten. <laughs> like, no, you're not. I paid you for four hours, and it's four for four fucking hours. You asked me to come at six. I thought you were gonna spend the night. You want me to spend the night? Then pay me more. Really? That's how you're gonna do me? Yes, they bitch. They was expecting emotional attachment to go yeah. along with that money. Okay. <laughs> but it was. It was also like, like, I've. <clears throat> I had to work with a lot of um in a in a male dominated like industry yeah i'm like mind you like i did music videos guys would talk to me like hello stupid like i don't know what it is about a rapper hiring models for a music video where <laughs> all of a sudden we're just the escorts. ego thing we talked about earlier oh my god it's, the ego. it's so <laughs> it is the weirdest thing that a rapper thinks just because they think their music is good that i'm gonna fuck them because their music's good like bitch i don't give a shit about your music give me give me my 250 so i can leave let me go like it was like guys, guys are just. Um, I had to. I had to get like a book ass attitude. Yeah. Because guys would talk to me like however they wanted to talk to me because I'm so sweet. Yeah. Like my voice is very 
I have a high-pitched voice. I sound like a little kid. And, you know, when I meet people, it's like, hi, how are you? My name's Lana. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, I'll help you with anything. And I'm so super sweet. And then they take advantage of that. And that's when I'm like, no, motherfucker, now you're going to meet somebody. You're going to meet Patricia. Patricia's my bitch attitude. <laughs> I'm like, no, now you're going to meet Patricia. Now you, now you got me riled and fucked up. And now I'm going to cuss you out. And all of a sudden, you ain't got shit to say. And, and like, my voice changes, my personality, like, everything about me changes. And that's when I'm, like, I had to grow that personality in order to get, like, men to not talk to me like that. Because women don't treat me like that. Yeah. When I come sweet to a woman, a woman's like, oh, my God, you're so sweet. So women approach you with respect, you would say. Yeah. Yeah. At least if they're interested in you, right? No. No. Like Most time. No. like Well, not all women approach you with res- respect, I'm sure, like. Some, yeah. of them, some of them probably want to fuck you up, but like, but even even the ones that like want to fight me have still no. Sweet. They just no. My <laughs> thing is like they have no reason to hate on me. Yeah. So that's when I'm like I'm like mommy like why okay let's talk about it <laughs> why do you hate me why do you hate me oh because you're this you're that and I'm like okay but re- like but really yeah. like you hate me because your boyfriend likes me yeah that makes no sense. That's it. <laughs> Let's be friends. Let's catch them together. Like, 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 I'm very woman. Like, I'm about my women. Like, I love, I love my girls. Um, like, I'm gonna throw a compliment in every chance that I get. I want to make women feel pretty. Like, I'm just, I'm about, like, I'm woman power. I'm like Spice Girls. Yeah. Like, I'm just all about my women. But women like me. It's men who kind of tend to like. If I'm nice, then they think that I want to fuck. And then, God forbid, they ask me out on a date. And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> get the fuck out. Okay, no, I'm good. No, because asking me out on a date is like a whole, you got to be, you got to do something really interesting for me to want to go out on a date with you. Okay, so do you have different standards for men and women, especially on the approach? Um, because well, a the, woman can come up to you and be respectful, right, and get along with you. But a man has to continually improve him. At least that's what I'm hearing. So what I'm wondering is, do you have different standards for men and women? Um, I like to be the chaser when it comes to women. You like to be the chaser? Yeah. Like, I want my female to act like a female. Like, I like, I'm the dude. Yeah. Like, I know there's, like, people going to get, they gonna, I'm going to get backlash for the fucking, there's no roles in lesbian relationships. Yes, the fuck there is. And I like to play the boy masculine role. Like, I like when my girl sits on my lap yeah. kind of deal. But I'm also, like, because I like that girly, that girly, like, in, like in yeah. mentality, I like when I'm like, hey, girl. And she's like, ah. So if you're dating a man and you go to stick your finger up his butt and he spreads his legs, that's a red flag, right? <laughs> I'm like, shit, bro, I got a strap and a dildo. If you really want to go far, let's go far, because shit, I'm like, I like to experiment sexually, too. Like, if you in it, you in it. I ain't judging. Like, it, I would, I, I lived my fantasy of pegging a dude, and it was beautiful, beautiful. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right last question i know we're running short yeah. <laughs> all right am i the funniest guest you oh, had this is fucking hilarious <laughs> okay your legacy uh-huh. what do you want to be how do you want to be remembered at the end of the day if you die tomorrow how do you want people to remember you i just want people to remember me as the person who didn't give a shit and not in the sense of like I don't give a fuck about people, but like like I want 
to spread the word of stop giving a fuck, bro. Like, just yeah. stop caring. It's like, people care so much. Like, like I did this whole podcast with no makeup on. Like, there's no makeup on. But people will sit there and be like, I have to put makeup on. I got to worry about my image. I, you know, like, there's, there's just, I don't know. Freedom? There's no freedom. There's no freedom, I feel like. I feel, especially, like... Like when the comment section, like some people will literally stop doing their whole podcast and delete all of their Instagram <laughs> based off of comments. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Comments, bro. I'm like, cause some like people call me a 304 all the time. Like that bitch a hoe you for the streets. I'm like, yeah, Las Vegas Boulevard to be exact, bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm gonna care what you think. Like, oh, you got hella bodies. So the fuck what? What are you going to do about it? You still want to fuck me. You're still in my comments. You still click on my fucking page. Like, it's little shit like that. Or people tell me I look like a man. Okay, call me a dick then. My name's Richard, bitch. I don't care. Like, I, it's just one of those, like, stop caring when people make fun of you. Like, um, um, anal. Yeah. My name, my name is Lana. Uh-huh. My name spelled backwards is anal. Uh-huh. That became my nickname in high school, and people were trying to make fun of me. Yeah. Like, oh, your name's anal backwards. Your name's ah, ha, ha, laughing at me, pointing at me. Now that's your introduction. Let's, let's make it my fucking middle name, bro. <laughs> let's make it a nickname, my middle. Make it my last name. I don't give a shit. I will put it. I literally, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna get shirts made that say anal backwards. You should make one that says Lana the Chola that don't give a fuck. I don't <laughs> give a fuck, bro. That's what I want. I really hope and pray that my message to the world is. Stop giving this shit. No. Just stop giving this shit. If someone has something negative to say, agree with them. It is not your responsibility <laughs> to change people's minds of their opinions of you. It is none of your business. There you go. There you go. All right. So that is it. That is the unique episode we brought <laughs> to you today. <laughs> Make sure you guys tune in if you want some more. <laughs>